0: Very nice. One take I'm a professional, damn it!
1: Uh, I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold-blooded.
0: What's up, everybody? This is episode 167 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, Celine Dijon. Dijon Mustard, if you will, the guy in God, John to everybody. How you doing? How you doing?
2: I was just thinking of like random AKs, and I came up with a wild ass
0: name. What was it? Sleep mask, the cum god. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain that one to me, cause uh,
2: there's no explanation. I was just trying to put a pl- a play on it, and um, those
0: words make sense. I
2: don't I don't know about the cohesion as a unit, but like a sleep mask is
0: a thing. Yes. And are you saying there's a cum god <laughs> i are you you're gonna
3: say sleep fapnia
0: ooh see there we go They good job man are you calling yourself to, to self, are you appointing yourself a self-appointed uh come god Is no that's that what, what that's
2: why i was like yeah i'm not gonna use this as an aka but i think it's a pretty creative <laughs> name if i made it only fans that would probably that's what i would call it i think that's a that's a solid name i think you have to workshop that you know what Nah, if I if I had a OnlyFans, that would be a good name. Ask that's an attention grabbing name. Sleep mask, the Come God.
0: I want you to ask A that. And then and then I want I want to know what 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 uh her uh response to that is. I I don't think I don't think, listen, I, I don't, I don't don't, think it's that I good. I don't
2: think the name fits me. That's why I'm not owning it as like my A-K-A. <laughs> but you're saying but that, I think that it's for a creative somebody. Name. for somebody. So for whoever, you know, thinks of themselves as the cum god, you know, they're on that that zinc. I you know um, you're listening. Yeah, that, that zinc, that magnesium, that, ashwag- that ashwagandha. You know what I mean?
0: I- Ayahushka? I- no. No? Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> not Aaron Rodgers. Um, that honestly needs to be, like, the new name for that, for ayahuasca. Like, some rapper is going to do something where they're calling it, I got that Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it'll happen. Because, I mean, think about it. That's the first big celebrity that's going to be, like, always associated with that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it'll, it'll definitely happen. But uh, we can cross that bridge when we get there. But yeah, so you're not, you're not a fan of the name. I am not a fan of the name, but I, like I said, we can for workshop. Anyone? We, we, no, not, not for anyone. Not I for think anyone. We can, we can workshop that, and then we'll get back to the people on that. But um, to my far, far right, so far right, he's making, he's, he's not even making. He's in the other room. I think it would have fit Miles. It you might know, have. If we had people complaining about the, the Bishop of Bitches. That's true. Sleep master, come God. That's true. And before I continue my introduction with Matt, uh, we are down one member tonight. Um, Miles is uh, not with us. He's here in yeah, spirit. Yeah,
2: RIP. He's not dead. He's just not here.
0: Yeah, he's just not in the studio. But uh, we're going to put on for him. We're going to, you know, pick up the slack, if you will. Uh, which means now, Matt, the sound Soundman, voice from Beyond the Beyond, the great Gabagool, Greg Posovich. How's it going? Yeah yeah indeed Matt what are your three best ad-libs
3: my three best ad-libs one of them is definitely spaghetti
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice nice
2: that's a good
3: one um I've been saying yeah a lot recently so I'll I'll have to add yeah to that Mm -hmm. it's a classic and um hmm
2: we got to get an EP from Matt and it's just, like, instrumentals with his ad-libs on it.
0: I'd pay for that. Yeah? I'd pay... For that. I'd pay. I'm not telling you how much I'd pay for it, but I'd pay for it. Be well,
3: right. it's a good thing, because uh, as you're walking out the door today, somebody that looks mysteriously like me, but with a hat on, will be trying to
0: sell you an EP. <laughs> $5. 5 Dara. <laughs> oh, no. that is... It's way too uh, rich for my blood. All right. He's only charging $5 because he heard... About my winnings in AC earlier today, so that's that's the only reason why. Yeah,
2: you gotta do the same thing I told J-Cast, where I'm like, "Yo, you need you need to rap, just like have a different name for it, and just don't say that it's you."
0: Maddie
3: B raps.
2: See, that's too on the nose. Like <laughs> it also exists. Like yeah, like when I said to uh, because a while ago J-Cast played me like some of his old stuff where like he rapped and it was good, but he's like I was he was like I was just such a different person. Like I was, he was like, I had this, he had this line about eating pussy Uh, and he was like, I remember saying that line to like his now girlfriend. I was like, this shit is fire. He was like, but looking back, like when I was younger doing that, he was like, why did I do that? (laughs) But I was like, bro, it's good. You just need to start like putting out some of your shit, like more of your beats out and just have a verse on it, but just put it on a different name. I'm like, just like how RZA has Bobby digital. And he literally went, wait rizzo's bobby digital and i'm like exactly you just have a different name you never say that it's you it'll just be like Ass featuring whoever and you're like yo this shit is hard you know so yeah. matt you gotta you gotta you know get a rap name and start rapping on some shit my rap name is boris dirk
0: <laughs> boris dirk
2: oh he is the
0: best matt is this is why he's the best in the biz ladies and gentlemen this is why that's
2: i'm saying you you know you got you got ackerman right
0: yeah. So you gotta get the So you gotta get the other <laughs> side of it Can we get Be multidimensional it, So can it be Boris Dirk And the Sarah Toby Steppers
2: <laughs> No we can't have it associated with anything That would be on like too on the nose of, of us Yeah but So we, be, gotta, we can't have it to be like Oh man why would he know us It has to just be like Matt just knows this random ass rapper mm, That's, that's on his shit
0: That's true Uh Hmm Yep, he did tweet. He's been li- he's literally been live tweeting the 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 whole game, KD. It's hilarious. From home? Yeah, from well, or from wh- wherever he's rehabbing at hospital bed. <laughs> I guess so. I not his hospital bed. Cause he's walking around because he was at that Drake concert at the Apollo mm-hmm. um, over the weekend. That list of all time. Uh, and uh, Aaron Judge was there too. That so set it was, list was nuts. I, it was crazy. I saw it. I know he was getting a bunch of slack for like wearing uh, Cameron's pink jacket. And I'm like, well, nah, but, that's an homage. Like, I I don't get it. Like, why is yeah. why are people angry all the time? Like, just let him do him. He's it, literally in New York.
2: I think the only thing is that take care wasn't on that track list. And mm-hmm. I think if that was on that track list,
0: it would have made it perfect. Would have been would have been perfect. So right now you got it as a 99.9 facts. I got you. Got you. Yeah, man. Got you. What? You see this shit? What does that say? Clemson baseball. Yeah, DJ Reader. Oh, he played baseball at Clemson. He's a
2: right-handed pitcher.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. That's a big boy.
2: Uh, I think Clemson was his high school.
0: Yeah, but they
1: just happen to have. Grimsley was his
2: high school. No, no, no. played that. He played baseball at Clemson. I was gonna
0: say that. You were telling me he played at Clemson High School, which happens to have the same exact color scheme as Clemson University.
2: Right-handed pitcher, 6'3", 335. Damn, that's crazy.
0: I wouldn't. uh, I wouldn't want to be facing him. Speaking of which, have you seen uh? Have you seen this guy on the the Grizzlies, Kenny? I think his name is Kenny Lofton. I wanted us to pick up Kenny Lofton, bro. Why, like that? You talk about big guys, and he's not,
2: he's <laughs> the epitome of that one big dude at the rec
0: who is just ridiculously just ridiculous. yes. That is him,
2: and he like, man, he was undrafted, could have been picked up, cooked in summer league. He did cook in summer league. Like, he's just a finesse big man, and you give him like another year or two to just get his cardio up, bro. He's gonna be a problem, bro. Nah, uh, but no, we signed Javale McGee to a three-year deal. And he don't even play.
0: That's okay, man. We all have. Who back in Kenny Lofton in the post? I can think of a few people that could back down Kenny Lofton in the post. Giannis would do it. I don't think. I think Giannis is big. Giannis, Giannis is that's a big guy. I mean, I know he's yeah. lanky, but like, but like we're we're talking. We,
2: but there's people that could hold their own. I think Kenny Lofton could hold his own. Oh yeah, I think
0: he could hold his own. But I I, I think Giannis would still back. He get gain ground. Uh. But not a lot of people, cause I saw him come into the uh, Kings uh, Grizzly. No, yeah, Kings Grizzlies game uh, a few days ago, and I'm like, "Good lord!" Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen him play since summer league too, so I'd forgotten how just how big he was. Um, pause. But yeah, no, nah, it's it's six, six, 276 is od. Two Sorry, seven. six seven. He's only twenty, bro. He looks he looks only twenty. He yeah. does look like a young kid. So, nah, he. Man, he's gonna be good. I hope so. I hope. I. 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 I wish a lot of guys in the league. Success. Speaking of,
2: I hope they'll be good. Um, as we know, Miles is is not uh, with us today. Um, and, and <laughs> Why, it's, it's Can you say wild. it a little bit better than that? No, because the
0: way you're saying it, <laughs> That's the idea. Makes it seem like like he's, like he's not... gone.
2: Yeah, like he's dead. <laughs> Miles could not be with us today because he's with <laughs> he's so with the he's Lord. He's with the big man himself. And I'm not talking about Kenny Lofton, Jr. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. Like, I mean, shit. After this weekend, um, yeah. I, I hope he's doing well. It's a little tough to not have a resident Giants fan after what happened this weekend. But um, if you didn't know, then it felt divisional round was this past weekend, and uh some of it i feel like we i don't want to spend too much time on it just because like we talked so much about it last week and a lot of what we said was correct i know for me the only thing that was not correct was well i would say two things right i was right about the Bengals winning um and winning by a touchdown but we thought it was going to be a shootout i think we were all pretty confident and like it getting close to the over and we were way off uh yes we
3: were no they got fucked bro
2: the Giants. i even
3: saw that game (laughs)
0: <laughs> we were in Montreal in a sports bar and Ryan was not happy you know it's bad when Matt is watching and he's telling you you're getting cooked yeah, he was a Bills fan but uh that alright
2: back to you know Mazat being here Um, I think we were all pretty confident in the Giants covering the spread at 8.5 and, um, and that was not the case like you know, we're we're not gonna have the levels of animosity, and I'm sure you know, Miles would have liked to be here, <laughs> um, to to get some of that frustration out. But them boys got cooked. Yucked. Game was over by the end of the first quarter. They listen from the jump. They did not look like they wanted to be here. Nope. Um, they did not look like they were, they they wanted to be there. They did not look like they came to play. Um, and shout out to the Eagles for taking advantage, man. I. They, you know, put all the doubters to rest, and on the people that was like, they they should have been too. They should have been. They should have been confident going into that game. I think the defense just w- was not it. But Daniel Jones, man, he went back to to vintage Daniel Jones,
0: vintage Danny Dimes. Yeah, you never want to go. You never want to go vintage. With no, Danny Dimes. I mean
2: even at the end of the game for him to get that fumble in the pocket, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was all just like, damn, how how crazy is a recency bias? Um, so like, do you think it was a better win? And this is a question that I saw on like one of the sports shows. Do you think
0: it was a better win for the Eagles or worse or worse loss for the Giants? Because I have my opinion. Uh, I think a better win for the Eagles because the Giants, I think, were the Giants have been playing with house money since they got to the playoffs. Um, Oh, plays house money all season, yeah. Like, after they got their sixth or seventh win, everything else was just icing on the cake. Making it to the playoffs was like, oh my god, it was the cherry on top, getting a win. On the road, yeah, was yeah, just you like play
2: the Vikings first round.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, snap, like this is great. So everything after that was just like, you know, icing on the cake. But no, I think this was it showed more about the Eagles than it did the Giants, because I think the prevailing thought was, oh, the Giants played them kind of tough in that, you know, week 18 game where they were resting all their starters. The Eagles had most of their starters in, um, you know, but oh, kudos to the Eagles. They came out. They did what they needed to do boston scott anytime touchdown was the lockiest lock of locks um i've never seen a player that just kills another team in football the way boston scott kills the giants um so that was kind of funny but yeah no i, I it, it says more about the eagles and the giants because i don't and with the spread being eight and a half too I and mean, they covered that easily so it's not like they didn't they, they exceeded people's expectations or that at least they lived up to them so i don't see it as as anything a knock against the giants because the things that readers had had for the Giants is things we've talked about, right? The uh, inefficiencies uh, of Daniel Jones, right? The running game wasn't able to get off. Obviously, the receivers were put on Guantanamo because their receivers are pretty much nobodies, and the Vikings make anybody look like great receivers.
2: I don't um, know, man. They definitely had they had times. There were opportunities there were, that Daniel Jones did not catch. There was the one the receivers drop, the big slate on yep, slate in play.
0: Yeah. There was the one. What was it? Like, he was like kind of running a post. Yeah. Or towards the sideline, and, and he just them. yep. They, they, no, they definitely. But those are the things, right? Good quarterbacks don't miss those opportunities mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Um, you know, but what I will say is, you know, D- Daniel Jones just solidified, at least to me, that he is a guy that he doesn't. Me personally, I don't think he sucks, but he's always going to be in that mid-tier range. Mm-hmm. That you know, anywhere between that four manager, range. yeah, anywhere between that fourteen and twenty-one or twenty. Like he, I could say he's a top twenty quarterback in the league, but sure. he's not going to be top twelve. Mm-hmm. He's going to do just enough for you to, you know, maybe win a game. But I can't tell you that Danny Dimes so is he's going to win past Dak. a Dak? I'd still take Dak over over. That's over what I'm downs. saying. Like, yeah.
2: he's a little higher up on the list. Like, L- no, I'd say wise. he's lower. No, than... no, number wise.
0: Oh, number wise, yeah. I think his ceiling, really. I think his ceiling probably is Kirk Cousins.
2: I see where you're going. Or like maybe a lesser, or just a lesser
0: tier Kirk Cousins, but he's just not going to do the things where when you need him to win you a game. Yeah, he's going to do it without maybe the help of you know arguably the best wide receiver or second best wide receiver Mm -hmm. in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? And I get it; he's throwing in a bunch of nobodies right now, but you know, you showed me you showed me the thing literally before we got on here. Right, Lamar Jackson was throwing to a bunch of nobodies and won MVP. Aaron Rodgers this season because Lazard was hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who's the other guy? Who's his other um, got, uh, veteran guy? Um, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was hurt Randall a good Cobb chunk. Forty years old. Yeah, so he was throwing a bunch of nobodies, and yet Rodgers is still putting up numbers. Yes, mm-hmm. they didn't make the playoffs but at the end of the season. They got something going. They 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 did utilize his young wide receivers, things mm-hmm. like that. So look, Dan, Joe doesn't make he. Does enough, I guess, to not lose you the game. At least this year he did. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like. But the defense, the defense carries. The defense and and it's fine. We yeah. sold this weekend. They did. But there's Which. only so much a defense can do, right? If you're leaning on the backs of a defense the entire season, I agree. they're going to get burnt out.
2: If the strength of your defense is the defensive line, mm-hmm. and for them to get run on the way they did.
0: <laughs> strength versus strength because the Eagles are lining mean, You, gotta,
1: no, you I got get
2: some it. great offensive linemen I over there. I get it. But you're, you know, at that point you're doing all pro against all pro,
0: right? Mm-hmm. In a wash, but well, mo- but they got multiple all pro caliber guys on that offensive line. Yeah, there's
2: multiple all pro caliber guys on the defense line.
0: Who outside of outside of you Dex?
2: If Leonard Williams is healthy, but caliber, that's, but that's the thing. No, but I'm
0: saying caliber. C- caliber, yeah. But
2: again, you still have it's still, yeah. But like they, <laughs> my thing is they had came on, still made some plays, but it was tougher. But like. Mm-hmm. I think that was as much as the defense didn't do it. I think that was a little like with wink scheming as well, that game. Um, But, you know, they they just got cooked and it's tough. I agree that I do think it was a better win for the Eagles. um, But I still think it was, I understand they're playing with house money, but like it's one thing if you lose, but to lose like that, now you're not showing heart now you're they literally took your strengths like it, even if if they got blown out or something you expected to just be solely on the inefficiency of the offense but defense got absolutely bullied. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it kind of brought everyone back to earth on Daniel Jones. I, again, I don't think he's terrible. I think, you know, he's moving in the right direction after 5 years now. Um but I think it solidifies the he's a bridge quarterback. I I think, you know, we got a little too much We're talking about paying whatever he wants, but I think that The errors this game were so bad That it it reminds you Of just like yeah we we don't really know And I don't want to judge him just off of one game He had a good season but at the end of the day Like I don't think The last couple games should be enough To be like he's our quarterback At the future or whatever it is or pay him Whatever it is that he wants you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I think that you know that gives them A little bit more bargaining power to be like Yeah I understand we need to give you great wide receivers But what the fuck was that we're not about to pay you You know you're not about to give you a blank check or some shit like that. Um, I think Saquon needs to get signed. Um, signed I, or tagged? I
0: don't know. No, so like you want it? You think backs, he should be back? Backs. But it's that's, what, that's the that's thing. It's it's tough. So you figure the two best running backs on the market, at least in free agency right now, would be what him and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, but like, what type of money is Saquon gonna command? Because you can't pay him. You can't pay him top dollar. Like he's—I don't think he deserves Nick Chubb type money, or like he's not in the same think, realm as a Nick Chubb.
2: I, I disagree. I think he—I disagree. I think he's better than Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb a one-dimensional
0: running back, and yet Nick just Chubb, just like Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb will continue to get you mean those hundred yards and those two touchdowns. Just like Saquon's not going to well, do shit, that. He
2: wasn't score touchdowns the first half of the season because they were putting Kareem Hunt in at the goal line. That is true. They—I don't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> no, um, and then he had enough games where he was just—he disappeared, like. And I think the Browns have a better offensive line.
0: Do they have a better play caller? I think Chubb was my, weirdly as it sounds, Chubb was a way better under with a uh, Baker under center than he was this mm-hmm. year with Prescott and uh, yeah. Deshaun.
2: But um I think that I if the, I think what they offered him was like around 12 million a year which is the money Derrick Henry's getting and Again, like, Derrick Henry is a one-dimensional running back. He can't play in the fourth quarter if they're down.
0: You know? Saquon can do a lot. Um, he's a multifaceted—like, don't get me wrong. I He's great in the passing game. I think he deserves to get paid. I do. I do think he deserves to get paid. You're talking about not paying him top dollar, but, like, he was, like, the number two ranked running back at the end of the season. Like, can you sit here and say that he does deserve to get paid? I don't think he deserves to be paid top dollar. But, again, it just goes back to the conversation of— you, you you should should not pay running. Backs. I agree
2: on that. But like, if we're gonna talk about the running back market, I don't think he should be in the middle of it. I think he should be near the top. He should be. How but many running backs are you taking over him? I
0: will take Derrick Henry over him. Why? Because Derrick Henry's like I, I don't I just don't I because of what Derrick Henry's done for his entire career. Yeah, yes, multi okay, but well, one what dimensional, it, but well, that what one dimension it led to. I mean, it's still, you're going at the expense of what Ryan Tannehill is going to give you. Like Derek Henry can go for 175 yards, yeah, at least three Ryan touchdowns. Tannehill but Ryan
2: Tannehill can throw to the other people on the team, and the other again, team. and the other team. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying with Derek Henry. Like, I think Derek Henry is a phenomenal running back. But
0: if the best player on your team cannot be used in the fourth quarter, what good is he doing? Well, that's a, that that's what they choose to do I like Derek because me personally I like when they use Derek Henry in the run, in the passing game he's I think he's great in the passing game when they utilize him mm-hmm. they choose not to do that for some reason I don't mm-hmm. know why because when you get Derek Henry right in the flat or on a screen mm-hmm. and you have at least one or two blockers how many people how many times have we seen him take that two-yard uh catch 15. 20, yeah. 35 yards. Do not think Saquon has the ability to do that as well? No, he at does. The same level. He does, but I but I'd rather take Derrick Henry between and outside the tackles.
2: Yeah, but, so that's what Sa- I'm, saying. I'm saying.
0: I would but, say saying, Saquon Saquon is a much better yeah, pass catching and, back. And Saquon in, in space, like it's. But it'd be the they same. Can, like, they can have the same outcome. They'll just do it in two different ways. But it'd be the same as me saying, like, all right, would you rather, um, so, boy, he, on the on the Cowboys than Derrick Henry, not Zeke, um, I'm Pollard, blanking. Pollard. I no. wouldn't want... But that's what I'm saying. Pollard, the same. Pollard's a much better pass catcher than yeah, but Derek that's Henry, but he doesn't run. But Saquon has the ability to do that as well. Not as good as Derrick Henry, though. I'm not taking... I, 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 you, I know.
2: Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if... But because it's that singular aspect. I would It's say like you have one person who has one skill, mm-hmm. let's say at, like,
0: 100. Yes. And Saquon has two skills at, like, 90. Mm-hmm. I For me, that's just... Maybe it's just personal preference. Mm -hmm. Like, with Derek Henry, you can feed him the ball, I think, 30, maybe even sometimes 35 times a game. Mm -hmm. He's not going to wear down. I have seen enough Giant games where you can't do that to Saquon. You can't run him in between the tackles 25, 30 times a game because he's going to get worn out. His best ability is him in space. Yeah. Like when you swing the ball out to him in the flat, mm-hmm. when he when he bounces outside, that's where his big runs come from. That's where a lot of his like a lot of his ch- uh, his yardage this season has come on like those big home run type plays where he's bouncing it outside, he makes one juke and he's growing down the sideline. Yeah. whereas like Derrick Henry, it's a methodical oh shit. 20 25 carries, yeah, but as, 145 but as a, yards. As a
2: team that basically as a fan of a team that essentially does that, like mm. that, well, that doesn't that puts you in a lot of fucked up situations.
0: Yeah, it does, but it still works out. At least, for, at least it works out for the Titans up until Ryan Tannehill blows it for them. But, like, I mean, I take Austin Eckler over Saquon because I think Austin Eckler is just a yeah. If they actually knew how to use Austin Eckler in the running game, yeah, he'd probably be a close to maybe two thousand yard back. But yeah. he's phenomenal in the passing game.
2: Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. I think Saquon deserves a right to be up there near those guys,
0: especially after the season he had but then it's it's, it's tough cuz if you pay Saquon you can't pay Dan. And if you or if you I do you, if you do I pay think, both I your, think you, Saquon deserves to get paid more than Daniel Jones. Then you're leaving your team uh basically with nothing to do in the offseason. Like you're handicapping them with the with, with the cap. If you're going to pay if you got to pay Saquon and you got to pay Danny Dimes, right?
2: No, I'm saying if you had to pick one. If I
0: had to pick one, it's tough because it's, it's a running back. It's
2: tough because it's, it's tough a, running tough a running back
0: and because we've seen you can find value at the running back position for guys on, like, minimum contracts. Yeah, but... I know. that that That's the problem. Obviously, if in I a vacuum, they, Saquon, I think, is more ta- is yeah, more talented player easy,
2: than... I don't think it's easy. I think, even now, I think that he's done more to me to deserve a
0: big contract than I think Zeke did to deserve his. Are you basing yourself on the fact that they had, like, such a beastly offensive line? Because, I mean, Zeke was... He was really good for those for those years. And I do think it was the offensive line well, the offensive because line. we saw once that started to go away, what happened. Hmm. That's it's fair it's it's fair it's, it? fair. it's a fair argument. Uh um, like he has definitely not been the same type of back he was. Um
2: Yeah, I think the offensive line covered up a lot of
0: this shit on that team. Um and I think Zeke is good,
2: but like I just think that there's things about Saquon. Jesus Christ, he looked dumb. Guy. Um yeah. So outside of that um shout out to the eagles man they came they did their thing um they beat what what is you know what we we all agreed was a good team so i think that if we're talking about their first real test all season i mean like a real real test like they passed the flying colors um i still don't know how confident that makes me going into the san francisco game but uh speaking of san francisco if anyone thought the cowboys were gonna win why I I will say a good showing by their defense, and I think that there's Brock. I don't even think Brock Purdy had a bad game, but like for them to not have the offense firing in all cylinders that has it has been previously, um, do do we see it get back on track against the Eagles? But fuck the Cowboys, Dak and a Dak. Um, I I, again I don't understand how I, I remind you motherfuckers all the time about Dak is mid, and this is what happens. Right when your quarterback is not that good to win you a game like that, and not elevate, he had a, he had a great game the week before, and what happened? Right back down to earth. Been mm-hmm. telling y'all, motherfuckers,
0: bro. Even like, even, did you see the tweet? The the cowboys. Oh yeah, uh, the cowboys account. account yeah, that's 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 tough because most accounts will be pot. No matter that dude what, dude got fired. No matter what happens. In a game, the team account will always be somewhat positive or just keep it neutral. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we blew it. Not to say we blew it, but like, oh, tough loss, et cetera. Et cetera. They literally said, yeah, because of DAX two turnovers. The two turnovers, giveaways, bro. The two give- I'm like,
2: damn. Calling it giveaways and a playoff loss is nuts. But that's exactly that's what that, the right? fuck they were, man. <laughs> San Francisco is, they're, they're the goods, man. And, uh, you know, I said it before about the Bengals be the best team and I think that the Chiefs have a very good shot of winning it but you know we saw it in this game too they still have some weaknesses um and I just I don't know man I, I sit here and I wouldn't be surprised if it's San Francisco's time I think it's a little bit tough just because of um you know not having necessarily the quarterback that you expected or the quarterback all season you know in, the, in that sort of regard and that, that it makes it that much tougher but they they did their thing. They won. Um by by a touchdown, which I expected them to do and I called it last week. But fuck the Cowboys. Um you know, before we, we look ahead of this game, one of the questions that I saw on ESPN was they were asking who had a more whose playoff loss is more disappointing or playoff performance is more disappointing, Josh Allen or Dak Prescott. And um, you know, we were all on the same page about what this answer is. Josh Allen, because no one should expect anything from Dak and the Cowboys. And yeah. I don't understand why they do. But Josh Allen, like, it's supposed to, he's supposed to be this guy. The Bills are supposed to be this team. And they just can't pull it together. And I noticed, um, well, I didn't notice, but, like, they were talking about it at the beginning of the Giants game, um, how what the loss of Brian Dable did to the, the Bills, because look at the turnovers Josh Allen had this season. And that was one of the, you know, he – Dayball worked directly with him and building that, and now he's gone. And the amount of interceptions
0: is ridiculous. And it's interesting because they had on the season they had twenty six turnovers, mm-hmm. right? But they only allowed fifty seven points mm-hmm. off them, which is pretty pretty good if you really can if you really yeah. think about you know the math and that. But yeah, the the, the turnovers are just so costly. And then when the offense, you're just confused as to why the offense can't do anything because mm-hmm. you have weapons, right? You have Steph Diggs. You got Maga Cole Beasley, you got playoff Gabe Davis, mm-hmm. right? And you got, and uh, Gabe. And, you, and you got uh, uh, Dawson, da- Dawson Knox, yeah. who coming into that game had scored a touchdown in five consecutive games. Mm-hmm. So the all, the, the, my my biggest gri- gri- gripe with uh, the Bills is they don't know how to run. Josh Allen knows how to run. They have no idea how to create a a sen- any semblance of a running game with their running backs. They don't know when, whether to use Singletary. They don't know whether to use Cook. Like, I just it, that's the one part of their that's the one part of their offense that really frustrates me. Defensively. They've been getting away by the skin of their teeth all season. So when so,
2: Von Miller left, that was it. The yes, just
0: no, they, they absolutely, they John, didn't know what to do absolutely. They, they like Von Miller did so much for that defense, and yeah, they were suffering. They were, you know, dealing with injuries, you know, all season. And yes, Hamlin was played a key role on their yeah. defense, and you have somebody step up late in the season. It's kind of tough, but even still, I mean. There was at no point where I thought the Bills— Everyone's hurt in the playoffs, man. Yeah, and even in that game, there was at no point where I really thought, you know what, the Bills can really win this. Because from jump, it looked like the Bengals were the more aggressive team, the more dominant team, Mm -hmm. the team that was more prepared. Um, When they went up by two scores, it's like, all right, the game's over. Like, even when it was only 14-7, to Mm -hmm. we were literally on our way back from uh, Atlantic City, and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, like, I'm surprised it's still 14-7 to because they have just— Proven to be the more dominant, more physical team. Um, yeah, I didn't get to. Well, didn't they take away a touchdown too? A touchdown was taken. Yeah, the Jamar Chase uh, mm-hmm. one because he he had bobbled it, so they mm-hmm. ended up I think kicking a field goal. Uh, but yeah, it's just very surprising. I think what this really does is this is a big knock on Josh Allen simply from the fact that like, yo everybody thought it was you know Josh Allen's like next up. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's Mahomes and Allen, right? Mm-hmm. Really. It's Mahomes and Pat and, uh, and and Joe Burrow. Yep. It's Mahomes and Joe Burrow because now for the second straight year we're gonna see Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow battle it out for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Right? Joe Burrow's already beaten Pat Mahomes what three times? Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm, I'm I'm sorry to say, and yes, I know the Bills beat the beat, beat, beat the Chiefs early in the season at Arrowhead, but you know, they had their number. The other two mm-hmm. playoff playoff games, they changed rules. For the Bills. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because it was unfair that they got the ball, you know, whatever, whatever, in overtime. But, look, man, Josh Allen's got to figure it out because, look, he's very uber talented, one of the best arms in the league. I mean, he's built, you know, pretty much like a white Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. But there's just something about him just not having it. dude. And I I just don't get it. Like, look, and you look at some of the losses they've had this season. There's some bad losses. You can't. Vikings. the Vikings at home, yes. The Jets game, mm-hmm. when you were up by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like, you lost You lost to Zach Wilson. Now think about that. You lost to Zach Wilson and the Jets, and the Jets literally finished the season, I think, one in seven after that bye week. So... Also
2: Mike White. And and I sit here and, like, I was really thinking about this uh, going into the game, right? About how, um, and you know, I'm obviously going to tie this back to my guy Lamar. Um, But like about all the flack that he gets and things like that. And like I sit here and I go, I still cannot see Josh Allen winning an MVP. I think he has the talent to do it. Mm -hmm. But at no point has he been able to put together a complete season or look absolutely dominant for a complete season to have an to like win an MVP. Like Lamar Jackson's was unanimous. Yes. Right. Obviously, Pat Mahomes was Insane too. Took takes the lead by storm. Mm-hmm. Well, even we talk about Aaron Rodgers' past two, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, you know he had Devontae, but like the, the Josh Allen has no excuse. And then we talk about like them losing all those close games, right? The late, um, the, you know them not winning games within one score is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the the late game interceptions and all those things. Like he could be super talented, like as talented as he's in the world, but like at this point, like. I'm trying to think of a good basketball analogy, but the first player like that's coming to mind is too young. You know what I mean? I'm thinking like it's coming first player coming to mind is Jalen Green, like you know what I mean? But like it's it's tough because it's like they especially coming into this game, they had zero excuse, zero excuse to play the way they did. You yeah. can't sit here and say, and we we like again agreed about you know the DeMar Hamlin effect, all of those things, Von yeah. Miller, but like Von Miller was one part of their defense to so where everything else collapsed around them. And again, they're playing
0: the um, the Bengals team that lost three of their starting offensive linemen in the past three games. The narrative coming into that game was that they were banged up. Yeah. And, <laughs> and their best cornerback is Eli Apple. You have Stephon Diggs. You're Josh Allen with this arm and all
2: of those things. Yet you can't take advantage of those scenarios around you. Which is funny because they did and, in the beginning of the game. And I talk about it like you're thinking and we, we got to bring back John Don't Miss because... I've been telling you all about the bills all season that at the end of the day, especially when it comes to the playoffs, it's two things. If you can't stop the run and you can't run the ball, shit will not go well for you in the playoffs period. And they can't do either of those things. So it never works out. And it's like, when are we really going to have this conversation about the bills? And it's obviously not like a blow it up situation, but like, what are they going to do to move the needle? Was Von Miller supposed to move the needle and I agreed he did defensively while he was there and while he was healthy, but they still can't run the ball. They still cannot run the ball. And then we've now seen Josh Allen without Brian Dable and how he—I'm not gonna say struggled. It's not like he had a terrible season, but like you said, he did not show up or fell apart when you really needed him the most. Um, so it's—it's it's one of those that I feel like we really need to have like a little sobering conversation about the Bills and like we want them to be good and all those things, but like it's. As good as he is, like I'm saying, I can't see him winning an MVP. Just con- if playing the way he's playing. And it's not like you can sit here and say he's playing at an all pro level, but like when you know, when the shit hits the fan, or when like all the chips are down, like it's not working out for them. And to have the weapons that they do, to have all of those things and it not like he has no reason not to. To where, like, like you're saying, like a player like Amar who didn't have the weapons, even we understand Patty Mahomes with the weapons that he had like outside of Tyreek, those receivers are nobodies, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's it's just crazy to me to 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 look at the Bills and mind you, I thought the Bengals were gonna win this entire time, but like, it's very frustrating when teams that are supposed to be good, don't take advantage of matchups. Yes, right? Like you know, if you're if you're good, if you're well coached, if you're all of those things, then you should know that okay, their secondary is banged up. Okay, their offensive line is banged up. Like these are things we need to exploit. And they didn't. And shout out to the Bengals for doing what they needed to. They came and fucking took care of business away. Yes. In the snow. In the uh, the Bills
0: also apparently don't play they don't play good in, in snow. They are a dome team. Yeah. The Bill it's ironic. The Bills are yeah, a dome team. it's because they
2: fucking throw it like fifty times a game. But <laughs> yep. yet the shit is not working when it really matters, you know? Um so I mean, I said it before, you know, I've talked enough about the Bills stuff, but I've said it since the way I've started. The the Bengals are the most well rounded team and they just kind of need to put it together. But like they are banged up, they have holes. And um I mean, do you do you want to start looking towards the, the
0: championships? Uh let's do uh, it. Oh, Jaguars game. Uh, Jags, I mean. They put up a fight. They put up a fight. With That's the Chiefs totally, and the Chiefs. I think the Jags were kind of in the same boat mm-hmm. that the Giants are in. Yeah. Which was a. We're happy to be here. We're happy to be here. We're going to make got, competitive. got a really good win against uh, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So you're already playing with house money. Trevor Lawrence, I thought he made some good throws. You know, the his wide receivers got to help him. The one, I think. I think the uh, talent disparity was evident. Yes. Talent. Andy Reid's a better coach. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought Peterson I think he, coached a pretty yeah, I think good, game a good game too. himself. But. Um. Yeah. I mean, you just just more playmakers. Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Just you know, and you got a guy like that. It's 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 tough. And then obviously you know Mahomes. But I mean, crazy enough, like Mahomes coming off that uh you know he had the, 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 basically the high playing a whole game with a high ankle sprain is is crazy. Yeah, that shit was bad. Um, you know, and you know, kudos, kudos kudos to him. Kudos to the rest of the team for you know rallying around. But you know, yeah, Jaguars Jaguars are gonna be there, and I think the Jaguars will be the. They're gonna get pieces back. What did they get Calvin Really back? Right. get Calvin Ridley really, next like, season. Like it's ridiculous. All, and all they got. Hey, look. And this is, you know, I know we've talked about like, you know, places that 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 D Hop might go. Hey, look, man. Jaguars. That's that's a dark horse. I don't. I was actually I like darker, dark horse. Dark, dark, dark. Very, very dark horse. But like, I just don't see the like Meg the Stallion dark horse. <laughs> I don't see the need at that point
2: for them to pay someone like D Hop um and uh, they they have they have
0: a one but could you imagine but they can have a better one could you imagine t-law with hop and we've seen how number one uh, wide receivers have taken quarterbacks to that next level it doesn't
2: make sense for them to because they, they have
0: too many holes that they have to fix
2: so it doesn't make sense for them to give up draft capital to do that their secondary does need a little work it it like you know what i mean like it's not an, like wide receiver is not an area of need. It is not an area of need, especially and the reason why it's really not is, like you have, like Christian Kirk has played like a one all season, mm-hmm. right? You know, going
0: in we're like he's not a one. He has played up to that contract. Zay he, Jones is very very solid. And now
2: you have and now you're you're able to make Zay Jones the three once Calvin Ridley's back and and, Calvin, Evan, and Evan Ingram finally decides exactly. to learn how to play football. And, and Calvin Ridley's a, a one caliber receiver. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's a need there. Um, it's more of a
0: it's more of a luxury if they have like this,
2: but I don't think he's. I also think if you're DeAndre Hopkins, you don't want to go there. Why not? Because the defense isn't
0: built to contend yet. Well, that's what I was saying. Like if, if the defense was like that, on par of like if they do some Bengals the, offseason. like the Jets type or like shit, the Bengals type.
2: If they do a, what the Bengals did at the end of that offseason, where they go, all right, we need a defense and we need to build their line, and they do some shit like that, maybe. But yeah. it's still it's still not a need. I think there's other destinations that are more attractive for DeAndre Hopkins at that point. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, shout out to the Jaguars. And it's Patrick Mahomes not being healthy changes a lot of things I'm going, going forward. I'm going Bengals. It uh, changes a lot of things. And shout out to the Bengals coaches, man. Like, we don't talk like, you know, they have all the talent in the world, but like, the, again, they seem like the Bills, all the talent in the world, and just come short every year. Shout out to them. We're doing the damn thing. Shout out Joe Burrow. Joe Burr. Joe Burr. Yeah. Joe Burr. Um, Yeah, going into this. Uh, championship rounds i don't know like i love like that's why i hate that they're in the fucking afc north i'm supposed to hate the Bengals, and obviously i don't like the way you know season ended but that was much more us than them um but i fuck with joe burrow i love t higgins um and them boys are hooping i think and, and we always get into this at least once a week it can't happen
0: there's no way this would happen Andy Reid don't get beat again right I mean, that was the narrative, though. When but like, he in, when he was in Philly. But this much
2: by them? By them?
0: I think this time you might if you might give him a little bit. Of, if they lose, you might give him a little bit slack because Mahomes yes. is like but, he should not both be, both be playing right agree, now. Agree. But like. they
2: both showed weaknesses, mm-hmm. right? Like we know the 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 Bengals' weaknesses, but the Chiefs did the same thing. John, don't miss. Same thing they said last week. They let they let him in the game. The defense had to make plays, and they made plays when they did. Yes. But they kept the door open because mm-hmm. that's what they do. Mm-hmm right um and you gotta remember they're young they have a lot of young players they're two starting cornerbacks or rookies they got a lot of young players on that team so I I think it's gonna be a good game I hope it's a good game I hope patty Mahomes is healthy enough that it uh isn't too too much of an effect you know what I mean but like this man was ho- real life
0: hobbling out there so um the under hit uh, no, Temple uh, pulled it off in overtime. Okay. Shouldn't have gone to overtime, but, you know. Yeah, temple, temple Owls. Temple. temple Owls, cream of the crop. You don't want to play them. Don't want to play them in the tournament. They're getting hot. I don't know, Jim. But,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I think. It's always going to come down the house. Because I also think from for, for Mahomes, like, they're out for blood. And I think the, the level of focus has been different because they don't, because they've needed it to be, you know what I mean? They, they can't fuck around because their team isn't, built as um strongly as it has been not as much of a juggernaut yeah um so like they really got to make sure that their execution is there and all of that and i think that again like the hope if you're a chiefs fan is that a team that is well coached the team that is full of veterans will be able to take advantage of like the weaknesses of, of the bengals unlike what the bills did indeed are you confident in that
0: uh no I'm only con- I'm only as confident as the health of uh okay Mahomes' ankle. It all hinges on that. It all like for me for it's sure. just Mahomes is that much of a game breaker where mm-hmm. if he's 100% you know it's it's tough to really bet against them at home for a second straight year that they would lose um even for the second time seeing this team. But if that ankle isn't even like maybe 75% right and you can still see he's hobbling it's mm-hmm. like that was a like we all saw like that was a bad yeah, roll like I think, I think if it's a regular season game, he's not playing the rest of the game mm-hmm. and he's just out. Um, so we got to see how that ankle is. But, I mean, it's it's tough. The Bengals are, uh, like we said it, you know, for the past few weeks, they're the most complete team heading into this playoffs. Um, so if there's anybody that can knock it off and do it again for mm-hmm. the second straight year, it's definitely them. And
2: they keep being listed
0: as underdogs. For a team like the Bengals, after the season they had and, like, you know, last year and everything, like, that's – Well, you figure that they're the favorite – because they come in as minus, so the Chiefs are minus one
1: mm-hmm.
0: but road teams usually get three points which means that people think they're the favorites
1: because
0: mm-hmm. if it was played at a neutral site they'd probably be minus three if it's played at mm-hmm. uh you know in 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 Cincinnati they're probably at minus three and a half right now but gonna be a good, gonna be a good game I'm def I'm definitely hammering uh Chiefs not sorry I'm definitely hammering Chief, uh Bengal's money line just because I just don't feel as confident mm hmm in Mahomes' ankle, but you know,
2: everyone it could. This could
0: be one of those you know type of games where uh you know Mahomes comes hey. over the ankle, one, and, the, one and the
2: idea is they they uh address the offensive line, which Mahomes ran for over a hundred yards scrambling, mm-hmm. and like not rushing yards, he just literally ran for a hundred yards trying to get away from people in the last game, so they they address that, and you know we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what the adjustments are made, and this is a familiar opponent. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to that game and to the other side. These are the the four best teams. They are. These and are I'm the four glad, best I'm, teams.
0: I'm glad we got the four best teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but because you know, I, I would say that the NFL had a had a lot of parity. Like, I think it had a lot of parity, and I mm-hmm. think you know, it willing down to Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals mm-hmm. was was great because it wasn't like a steamroll process for any of those teams. I mean, outside of the Eagles. Um, Niners were kinda of, you know, not to say on the ropes against the Cowboys, but there was that was a tough game. Yeah. You know, it was it was a one possession game for the majority of the game. I think Brock Purdy's youth showed that game finally. It did. It did. And it's tough. Like Cowboys defense stepped up. They showed up on the mm-hmm. road. Um, you know, Chiefs had to grind it out against the Jaguars. Bengals had to go on the road, even though they to me they dominated, but it's still a tough environment, you know, yeah. tough to go up and play in Buffalo. So yeah, it's 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 great. And, you know, hopefully this Eagles Niners game is gonna be something I at least better than the last time the Eagles was in an NFC Championship game because they just absolutely – I thought they punked the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to see – I would love to see, like, like even, like, overtime, mm-hmm. you know, with this, which I think it could. But you got a bunch of playmakers on both sides. You got Debo, Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey against A.J. Brown. Devontae uh, Smith. Devontae. You got – Sanders, Dallas Goddard called that touchdown. Knew it. Knew he was going to score against the Giants. Like, George Kittle. Like, this, this game is setting up to be – one of those we watch on like nfl classics yeah in a few years and
2: and i i do hope it is and it's one it like
0: i i also am glad that you know it really
2: is the four best teams um and i think that one because one of my playoff shits in my confidence pool that that's what i got left i got them four <laughs> left and i got everything else you know what i mean so um that's kind of why i want the chiefs to win um but I, I would not mind, you know, if San Francisco makes it and wins the whole thing. I think they're a good team. I think um, the reason why I kind of feel like, ah, I don't know, is because, you know, the whole Brock Purdy thing, and I don't want him to have to deal with the Brady comparisons his entire life and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they are poised to win. They're a well-coached team. Like we said before, they're a team of veterans. The only real rookie is Brock Purdy, which obviously is the most important position on the team. But, like, that defense can win you a game. You know, that defense really could. And I think that... You know, the the Eagles are coming in. Last week we'll say was their real test. But like here is the test. The Niners are, in my opinion, the like if we look at all four teams in the playoffs, um, you know, obviously the Bengals are the most complete team in the AFC. Like the Niners are the most complete team, I think, in the NFL. Um,
0: I think that's not a far fetched thing to say. Best defense of any of the teams in the playoffs mm-hmm. right now. Um I mean, yeah, Your weapons at every level. It's tough.
2: You have, the be- you have one of yeah. the best offensive minds that we've seen. Um, it's, I think they're the the most well built team, and for you know the first time they're they're healthy, um, and it's players that have had an injury history that are out here getting healthy at the right time, playing well, and you know it's one that you don't think the the offense gets shut down two games in a row, right? So we go in, we're really gonna see Sirianni's coaching chops. I feel like because he's gonna be put to the test. Um, and the Eagles are young too. You know, the Eagles, they're a good team, but most of their veterans are on the line. Like they their veterans are on
0: the defense on the line. That offense is young as fuck. Yeah. The vet well, the Vets, yeah, on the defensive line and the offensive, offensive line. line yeah. They're skill position players. I mean what they're all they're, AJ is the oldest. At right? twenty five. At twenty five. Yeah, Devontae fresh, fresh out the I think Devontae is twenty. He's either twenty
2: three or twenty four and
0: Well no, Goddard. Goddard is yeah. uh Goddard's a vet. Yeah. Yeah, but Miles Sanders is still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Boston Scott, I think, is the elder statesman, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts, young too. So this, this, this will also be interesting to see, yeah. Purdy versus uh, Hurts. Um, it's, you know— I'm- Will they say—I have a question. If, if Purdy outplays Hurts, does it say more about Purdy or more about Hurts?
1: Um, like,
0: is it? do you just chalk it up to, like, just Purdy just having, like, this magical, almost like Joe Flacco-type run? Or is it, dang, Hurts, like— you had to be the guy and then you failed. I That's a tough question. I think that
2: not only is there a piece of magic to Purdy, but it's also a piece of like what you say all the time, like they ain't got tape on him yet. Mm. Right. They ain't not got tape on him yet. Um and obviously, you know, he's been playing for like, I the end of the season, but and like it's like eight, nine, ten games now, yeah. including playoffs. And we talked about that shit where it's like, you know, Baker's rookie year. Like things like that. Lamar's rookie year till oh, uh, when they got taped, never gonna know and shit like that. Um But even so, like when you have a team like that, I think the the thing that's gonna come down is to if the Eagles lose, like you're saying, how they lose. Um, I think if it's they could have a good game, the offense could have a good game and the defense just gets cooked. You know what I mean? Or the offense plays well and the the Niners defense makes big stops. It's one of those things that will it hinge on if I think if, if Jalen Hurts has a good game and they lose. I don't think you can blame Jalen Hurts, and I feel like that's what it's gonna come down to. This isn't because of the way these teams are set up. This isn't a quarterback duel to me. So that's why answering that question is is tough, because like it would depend on if the Eagles lost how they lost. If it's Jalen Hurts just shitting the bed, then absolutely. If it's Jalen Hurts playing a solid game and doing what would normally take enough to win and just getting overmatched. Then, you know, it happens. Or if it's his defense, just shit in the bed. But you've seen the Eagles defense give up points, you know? So, I'm, like, as much as I'm excited for the Chiefs game, like, because it would have been one thing if Mahomes was 100%. But, like, this NFC Championship game is, it's going to be, I, I'm hoping it's going to be something special, man. Like, it is primed to be. Gotta love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, um, hey, Matt. Wait. Oh. The. Yeah. I was going to say the last thing is um the last, you know, recent football headline is uh Aaron Rodgers strongly hinting potentially leaving uh Green Bay.
0: Uh and he holds all the power. Let's go uh, right now. Let's 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 do a, let's, let's let's bring another uh aging quarterback from the Packers to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um look man, I, I say what you want, but the man is a year removed from winning an MVP.
1: Cool.
0: Two MVPs. All right, this isn't like the same as Brett Favre, where it's like, yeah, he's kind of at the end of his rope and he's he just literally like one retired last rope. already. Yeah, <laughs> like this man is Aaron Rodgers, and you saw what he was doing with basically nobodies at the wide receiver position, willing his team. Yes, a lot of it was self inflicted at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. but willed his team almost to a playoff berth uh, towards the end of the season. I mean, you saw that 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 Dolphins game. I mean, that was that was one of his best performances of the season. The the Vikings game, you know, late in the season, that was that was really good from him too. I mean. Look, the Jets window is pretty much now. You're, your defense is already set. You might need a maybe one more piece on that D-line. You definitely need another piece in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Offensive line, you need another piece as well. Maybe another piece at the skill position. But, I mean, you're, you're right there. I, I Me personally, I feel like this team, this Jets team is in better shape uh, to advance than the Jets team that got Brett Favre. Agreed. Um, you know, you, you literally have two guys who are up for offensive and rookie uh, offense offensive and defensive rookie of the year not to mention the guy that probably should have won offense rookie of the year got hurt in week 7
2: so and the fact that like all your best players on both sides of the ball outside of CJ Mosley is on a rookie deal
0: yep so y'all got money and it's not like CJ is leaving like he's mm-hmm. locked up the case the only problem is Probably restructuring yeah. his deal so that we have more money on the books to, to fill out the rest, of the, fill out the rest of the team. You can handle
2: his contract or however they want to work it. If he gets traded, the Packers looking around. you have to pay a chunk, and he literally said he's willing to rework however he needs to. But like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, I think that's where I'm trying to go. If you're if you're Green Bay, you don't want him in the NFC. You don't want to. Do well, something. they already.
0: I think the the reports are that they said they would rather they, trade him in the NFC, But that's
2: what I'm saying. Like, it's one of those that like. Perfect storm sort of things. I think that would honestly
0: be the best place. I would say that or. but the This. The only problem is they don't have a defense. I would say that or Las Vegas because mm. the me personally, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to play outdoors. Vegas would be the same situation as Green Bay. They got way better skill position players. On offense, the offense is much better. It, I would say I would agree. It's kind of the same situation on defense. But offensively, you give Aaron Rodgers dev- you you reunite him with Devonte yeah. Adams, then you give him Darren Waller, and let's say they bring back Josh Jacobs, and you also have Hunter Renfro in the slot. They're about to blow that shit up, but yeah, I know. I that, know you're that, that shit would be. But the
2: thing is, if they if they trade him, they ha- they spent money. They spent a ridiculous amount of money. They're they gonna did. have to. They're gonna
0: have to cut pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right.
2: So that's why I feel like he would end up in essentially the same
0: situation. Um, and so- you're going to a division that has. Oh yeah. Pat Mahomes and Jay Herbo, and you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna give him a pass for this season. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. If they get Sean Payton, like a lot of people are speculating that they do, bro, Sean Payton could easily turn that team around, and they're a nine, ten, eleven win mm-hmm. team next season.
2: Also, that reminds me. Um, I think that if Staley remains the coach of the Chargers, the Jaguars will leapfrog the Chargers in true contention, even after all the money they spent
0: into that defense. I agree. I think that if he remains the head coach. The Chargers are at the mercy of Staley. As long as Staley is there, they will never go as far as probably a wild card. Birth. Yep. Um, But, yeah, I I get it. You know, the Raiders
2: are there, but I just don't think it's as feasible as it would be to a team like the Jets. Oh, I I would definitely. And I think if you're Aaron Rodgers, like, I understand Devontae Adams is your boy. But, bro, do you see who we got over here? They're talking about Derek Harkin. They're talking about, you know, what's going to happen to fucking Devontae Adams. He came here for Derek Carr. Where he going? You see what I'm saying?
0: Hey man, look, look, Aaron. I'm just saying, Aaron Rodgers. What's your pitch? My pitch is this: Garrett will show him the tape of Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson got got a a one thousand yard season. Look at who was throwing him the ball. Brees Hall. Look at what Brees Hall was doing before his knee got tore up. Mm -hmm. Look at what your defense is going to give you. You have the offense, the defensive rookie of the year. You have a front seven that is. Great. Two All Pros, two All Pros. You got Quinton Williams, who was easily a top three, top four defensive uh, D D tackle. Linebackers are fantastic. Cornerbacks, you got D J Reed and you got Sauce Gardner. Safety is eh, a little bit of concern. I'm just, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie, it's a little bit of but concern. You, you but, draft a safety this year? Well, honestly, I don't even know if you draft a safety. I think priority in the draft would probably be often O line. It should be, yeah. But y'all have mad picks. Those picks gotta probably gotta go. Some of them in, some, in some type some of uh, you know. But you don't you don't need to draft a safety first round. You know what I saw in a mock? Do so I know it excite Aaron? <laughs> um, what's his face from Ohio State? I think it's uh, Smith Najiba, the wide receiver. Bro, you get i get, get another one. You get you oh, get Garrett God. and <laughs> Smith Najiba. And you got Elijah Moore? Yeah, I'll get another lighter receiver. <laughs> That's the rich getting richer,
2: bro. But that would be like if y'all get him and you don't draft like a, a, a start like a for opening day starting lineman. Yeah, no, y'all, it, makes, y'all doing it, doing makes, it wrong. Yeah, you're doing y'all it wrong. doing it wrong.
0: I think they bring. You sh- they should bring back Dwayne Brown. Pray to the to the Ayuhashka rain gods, whatever. Ma- that Becton that that Mekhi Becton stays healthy. Avt comes back. Um. I believe McGovern staying at center, Max Mitchell, and you're there. You're there. Maybe at w- one more piece, a draft pick, get him. Offensive line is set. But Aaron, there's not a lot. Hey, look, they ain't going to love you like we love you. Bro. I, I, Aaron Rodgers comes to New York, wins a Super Bowl, promise you they forget about Joe Namath. I pro. Bro, yeah, I promise
2: you. Joe and dead wasn't even that good.
0: I promise
2: you. They did a bit on ESPN you. today, too, of the, like, for the Joe Burrow thing. They were talking about the fur coat, the cool demeanor. He's been, you know, he's give, been given the green light by another Joe Cool, and it's like they do this whole thing where it's like, think about it. All these great quarterbacks are like, me. He was like, me, when a Super Bowl. Um, Joe Montana. The one thing is he goes, Joe Flacco. He's like, all of these quarters, they have one thing in common he was like they were cool under pressure. <laughs> and I was
1: right
0: cuz my son Flago like that's what he was known so for. So he listed a bunch of people with the with the quarterbacks name Joe? who won championships named Joe. And then he just said and a- was this Aaron who said this or No Joe no, no, this was the
2: the bit was Joe Namath was doing oh, it talking about Joe got Burrow. You,
0: got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, I thought you meant was. like Rodgers which is no, 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 saying not. Joe and then like he just happened to throw. Out, yeah, they no, cool. No, no. Under pressure
2: it was there. it was Joe Namath doing a whole bit the problem is- of stand up talking about being like Joe Burrow is the next great unflappable Joe quarterback. Uh
0: you know what the problem is though? You're gonna have to unretire that number. Oh, yeah. You're gonna have to. I, yeah, I, think Na- Na- I think Namath is is a good sport enough that he probably might. Yeah.
2: But, but I also can see Aaron being like new city, new number, new city new number. Yeah. What I'm number? trying
0: to, you know, I'm setting the old me type type beat. He should take number two. What did he wear in college? I'm pretty sure he wore 12 in college. Oh, okay. He should take. I'm telling you, you should take number two. For the second Jets Super Bowl, he's going to bring us. And because it's Zach Wilson's number right now. <laughs> that? Oh, man. Oh, boy. I think that's that's about it uh, for our footballs. Basketball, nothing really going well, on. You guys, um, uh, Kyrie Irving is him. Um, just want to let you know, you know who's not him? Ben Simmons. Don't care. I don't even care that he's kind of, you know, doing well against the Sixers tonight. He's still not him. Um, that's all I really got. Dude, oh, you know who is him? In you want number eight, yeah. All right, he's gonna be number eight. Kobe, Nick Claxton is him too. Hope you know. Y'all could have had him, but you didn't want to give up. Um, you know, number seventy-seven. It's okay though. Y'all regret it. Y'all. Regret you it. literally went from Dorian Finney-Smith <laughs> to Luca. That's nuts. Hey man, That's it's nuts. It's, it's my mind. It's, it, it goes crazy sometimes. Um, but yeah. Other than that, nothing really. Imp- nothing really. Uh, Fun happening in the NBA so far. We'll
2: football seasons. I'm sure we'll find some. to get close to the trade deadline and all that. Oh,
0: Temple beat number one Houston. That's nice, right. Bro. Your Temple Owls, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care that they're our Temple. They're your Temple Owls now. Beat the number one team in the country on the road. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they did not score a field goal. Temple, that is, for the last seven minutes of the ball game That's nice. And they still won. That's right. We're here. Wait, actually, no. I'm I thought
2: they. I thought they had to score a game-winning bucket, so they just clamped them. They enough? just
0: just clamps. enough clamps, just enough, just enough clamping tins. When I'm, I'm telling seven you, seven minutes, the gulag, Guantanamo wow. Bay, Rikers Island. Name any other type of Where famous the prisons ravens of
2: college basketball.
0: I don't. I uh, I don't know because <sighs> Temple upsets me because we beat the number one team in the country. We beat Nova uh, Villanova. Look at me, Villanova, John. I don't but think the he- offense isn't there. No, the offense can be there. We just we just... can be exactly can be. There's a limiting factor, and well, you I mean, came up and putting a lead well, defensive mean, but, right. Well, I mean, but Houston is a very good defensive team. Like, I, I I get that. I'm not gonna not gonna just shortchange them there. I mean, I'm not gonna say that. we they played really good defense. The shots just weren't falling. It was one of those like classic like oh, this is what college basketball is all about. Just kids hustling and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, they're throwing up brick after brick after brick after brick. They're building a house. They're building the new stadium for Houston in that game. But, um, no, this is a team that they can score with the best. They put up 79 tonight. Mm. Um, They just have a lot of defensive lapses, Mm. um, and they lose to horrible teams like Wagner and Maryland Eastern Shore. John, they should be ranked right now if they didn't just, you know, bullshit. Mm. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Matt, might you be able to put on the game? Because I know it's in the fourth quarter. And apparently you guys are down by 14 Nets. Are we down by 14? Yeah, I just got a notification. I think it's might be less. Oh, done. 12 or 14. I put like $5 on their money line when they were down. Go down um, by 8 right now. Oh, down by 8. All right. Down by 8. All right, we're going to wrap up sports with um
2: T for Temple U University. Fight fight fight, fight,
0: fight, fight for the cherry and the white. For the cherry and the white. We'll hey fight, 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 fight
2: no abc this week guys uh we're gonna wait t- till miles is back so we can you know start the show together but we prayers. did do we weekly so what's our only anime segment this week we got Weeb weekly we weekly if you guys didn't know we watch uh, an episode of an ongoing show and we are doing the tokyo avengers christmas showdown so episode three came out this week um and yeah we, we got a little bit more background um quick thing is we see you know what happens uh to, to resolve the whole hakai um talking me dudes going get fucking murdered thing with his brother <laughs> And, um i didn't want to say anything last week because i was like i vaguely remembered but i was right in him saying i'm gonna leave the gang to save takamichi right but uh you know overall thing we get that we see takamichi confess everything to um chief of you in the past and you know realizes he's not in this alone he does have a partner and you know shows his trust and all that in him so we see that happen this episode and then we see it ends with the meeting where, you know, he's trying to change the past by not getting Hakai to leave because we, you know, we realize that he's the one who takes over the Black Dragons and kills his leader. Um, so there's a lot of good plot points. We get a lot of more information and kind of get the idea of the je- the overall plan for this arc. Right. So we know that previous ones will stop her summer from dying. This time, I guess he's trying to stop. Um, what's his name? Kaiju? Kaiba? Taiju, taiju Taiju? Taiju. Trying to get I'm like, Kaiju is a giant monster. Um which Masada. isn't that far off. Um, but you're trying to get save Taiju's life, but it's more about stopping Hakai from joining the Black Dragons. Um and how how we're gonna get about that. But there was some good character development points, you know, like with the Chief of You thing. Um and we get to see a little bit more in the relationship. So like one, you know, for me, Yuzaha ate that fucking punch. Yeah. But it also did a good job showing how different the black dragons are we find out their history this episode um and you know it clarifies that he didn't kill the like you know he last week i made the mistake and i think some of us also did of thinking that it was a uh, hakai took over Mitsu's division we like why did he kill mitsuya and we kind of talked about that but now we know it's his brother um and for someone who didn't want the leadership responsibility but man's out here saying there's something i gotta do um and Takamichi's you know being Takamichi, getting washed crying Trying to figure out a plan and whatnot. So, guys, what y'all think of this episode? Who's going to start?
0: You got it, Matt.
3: All right. Um, I feel like this episode helped me understand the show. Because okay. now, like, this is really my first time experiencing Takamichi's relationship with Chifuyu. Because, mm. um, I mean, having only watched this season, I haven't really, like, seen him as a character very much. And, like, their relationship. Yeah, he got
2: killed in the first episode. Yeah,
3: so he's, he's pretty much only been, like, a vague part of the show for me. But, um, interesting. Wait, so, I, I didn't really catch. So, you just simply believes Takamichi. Like,
2: he doesn't actually remember anything. No. So, he, he believes him, um... Because I guess he kind of put together some of the things where, like, so the guy he was talking to, Baji, mm-hmm. right, he was the guy that Chifu looked up to. Right. And he got killed. And in the fight where he got killed leading up to it, he saw Takamichi go, don't die. Yeah. So he's like, you knew some shit for you to tell him don't die. So he was like, I- I'm not really sure what to understand like what's happening, but, like, you know, I can kind of see what, how what you're saying makes sense. Mm-hmm. But he, that was the first person he's told. Um, in the past. So we know that uh, Nauto in the present, you know, knows that he can tra- time travel because he's the key. So then,
3: all right, so another thing I was confused about about this episode, at the very end, when um, the other leader of the Toman mm-hmm. suddenly has a change of heart and tells Hakai not to leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that's kind of the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. But, like, was that just power of the pen? Or was
2: that, like, do we know... So, I don't think that's power of the pen because, um, you know, they they kind of touched on their relationship in the uh, the previous episode. Okay. Where they were like, he's looked up to him forever. Like, you know, his wallpaper is a picture of him on his oh, phone. Oh, yeah, that's him. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's him. So, like, they're clearly very close. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say that's power of the pen.
3: So, I'm, well, then I'm interested to know how it didn't work out in past instances mm-hmm. of Takamichi traveling to the past. Mm-hmm because i'm just kind of curious like if they had this whole plan to prevent him from leaving toman like he has done mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden it's different i guess i'm just confused as to why it's different
2: yeah i feel like they purposely leave some gaps like that because at the same time we don't know if uh takamichi got beat up and was put in that situation the first time that's true because in the beginning they were like what was takamichi doing over there anyway you Right, know and right, that's why right. they're pressing him because because this, this friends is the before. first time that he's a captain. Um, Kind of, but it's the first time he's interacted with Hakai. Okay. Because we know in the, in the present, he was in the Black Dragons, and then later the Black Dragons joined together with Tomon. Okay. So at this point, Takamichi's never met him. And we see that in the first episode where he's like, oh, I'm Hakai, I don't know who you are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So potentially in the past, they don't meet until he's already a part of Tomon or they have a conflict with the Black Dragons already. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, that's one thing as to how it might, it might be different off Rip. Okay. Yeah, those are the two things that I was most confused
3: about in the episode. But I guess... I mean, him... I guess Takamichi having a partner... Is this the first time like having Chifiyuu as like, somebody... Because this is the first time he's told anybody mm-hmm. in the past that he's from the future. Yes. So that obviously sets things up to go differently this time. Because he actually has somebody on his side. Yes. And Chief
2: Yu kind of helped him before, but it was different. He didn't yeah. understand the whole time travel. Right.
3: Be. He was just kind of like helping blindly.
2: He was. It was more so helping because he knew it was directly like they had a common enemy.
3: Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that sets things up to be pretty different, obviously, this time around. And then obviously Hakai not leaving Toman
1: is a big deal. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm not sure I can really predict what conflicts are I mean, I guess the conflict would be, because now they have to deal with Hakai not actually giving his brother what he promised, mm-hmm. which is probably going to cause a conflict between Toman and Black Dragon. Well, they're doing
2: that anyway, because Takemichi was attacked. Right. All right but,
3: but now they mm-hmm. both have a reason to attack each other, as opposed to yeah. Toman just hating Black Dragon. For...
2: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, Do you have any, like, I would say, outside of plot stuff? Um, any impressions, thoughts, like, same thing, things you like, things you don't like?
1: Hmm.
2: Well,
3: I, I don't know, I was kind of, was Chief of You always, like, an idiot? I guess. In past episodes? We, we did like, that, that whole thing kind of threw me off. Yeah. Where, like, they had the plan, yeah. but then the plan ended up being just kind of BS, because <laughs> Chief of You is dumb. Yeah. I thought that was interesting cuz like they they it, like the whole I liked the whole um like character building arc where like you know they sort of had this whole bonding moment yeah. after he told Chiefy about the whole future thing and like mm-hmm. they partnered up and everything and then it all kind of turned out to be like a dud cuz yeah Chiefy is not actually that smart I guess So I don't know I didn't really like that because you're trying to figure out how much we could actually help him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of felt like a waste. Like, cause that was like a big moment in the episode, and then it kind of amounted to nothing. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out. Okay. Because now that they're the only two that know what's going on, I'm kind of curious if they'll tell Hakai. Okay. About, like, him being from the... Yeah, because now that they're both kind of on board with that, Mm -hmm. having Hakai on their side would be, like, another reason for Hakai, if he believes them, another reason for Hakai to stick around with Toman Mm -hmm. and fight with them against Black Dragon to, you know, continue to change that arc of him Mm -hmm. going to Black Dragon and killing his brother and eventually, like, ordering the killing
2: of... Yeah, being part of the group that changes Toman. Right. All
0: right, Justin? Yeah, like you said, she really took a punch, man, at the beginning of the the episode. Good Lord. Uh, where are the parents? Do they know that their children are out here beating up each other? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Basically. Good Lord. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, this is very interesting. It was a very good episode. Um, crazy that he finally told somebody. But, yeah, like Chiffy was said, he was like, damn, you're kind of crazy. You've been fighting this fight by your dolo, basically, for how long? Um, but you know what he may not be the most you know book smart but look if you said like yeah i kind of picked up that you was kind of off because you'd be you'd, you'd start acting different every once in a while and then when he said the whole thing to uh baji about don't die it was like wait how would you know why would you say that unless you knew he was probably gonna die to
2: give you some context um there's a couple characters that notice when when he comes back like mikey notices um mina notices where they're like Oh, like something's different in your eyes. Like you have a different look, or something like that, or you're acting different. So a couple of them, usually like the bigger characters that are closer to him, can pick up on it. Continue.
0: But uh, yeah, it's uh, I thought that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, I I, I like the bond that they're that they're having, and it's nice that he now has somebody in the past that he can work with. Like right, so when he goes back to the future, obviously he's working mm-hmm. with the brother. But when he's in the past, he can't tell the brother really anything because you know.
2: Yeah, when he goes back to the past, it's just him.
0: It's it's, it's a it's a one man mission. It's like
2: being deep undercover,
0: Bigly. Um, so I like I thought that was cool. This is the first time Hina really saw this nigga get the paws put on him. That was Sparks, that was kind of crazy. Um, yo, if she put herself in harm's
2: way. Like them them murder squad motherfuckers really was about to end her.
0: And then. <laughs> Takamichi came to our enough. My Our favorite crybaby hero was like, nah, punch me instead. Um, you know what I feel like the, the premise of this show is basically, you remember that SpongeBob episode where he, he meets Flats and he's like, hi, I'm going to kick your butt. Mm-hmm. And then the it's the whole montage of him just punching SpongeBob and it doesn't hurt him. So he yeah. finally just tires out. Yeah, I feel like he, that's pretty much what this show is. Everybody's just going to get, like, he's going to just survive. That shit
2: hurt Takamichi.
0: It hurts Takamichi, yes.
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> he's almost died a couple times, though.
0: He's gonna he's gonna win because he's just gonna keep surviving all these ass kickings. Like that's how he's gonna get Oof. through this. Um But yeah, this is uh it's, it's, this was a this was a fun episode. Um
2: playing the long game.
0: Playing the long game, playing the long game. I did think the plan from uh GFU was was pretty solid. I I thought. <laughs> yeah. Not the second one. The where, he just wrote in the, where he just wrote in the book, Gumption. The first one, that was because, as we've seen,
1: yeah, Mikey, Mikey is childish.
0: Mike, Mikey is really childish, and he loves his sweets. So him being, like, and it would be such a, such, a, such a random thing that I thought it was going to work. It was like, okay, you can talk. What do what, 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 what I need to listen to? And then Drock would probably be like, oh, Mikey, come yeah, on.
2: But man. at the like, same time, he didn't go about it the right way. Like, that was the part that was frustrating me in this episode. <laughs> is my son didn't just go like. Like, start talking and then, like, give it to him or, like... He's like, hey, You I'm know, like, things like you that. Know, I, we, we're all like, cool. Or here, even like. just be like, oh, I have this. Do you want it, by the way? Like, he was just like, ah. <laughs> like, nothing about what he did was smooth. <laughs> Mikey said, get that shit like, out of my face. You know, he's like, you think this shit is a joke? Like, and, you know, that, honestly, as much as Mikey's, like, a child, like, it fits his character to where it's about the family and he takes all that shit so seriously, you know? Yep. So, so that, I think, fit. um I... I also was getting frustrated that he just didn't speak up. Like, in my head, I'm sitting here, like, just tell, just be like, yo, Hakai did this, agreed, wants to leave because he's trying to save me, mm-hmm. right? Not because he wanted to do this. He wasn't trying to, like, he didn't really, you know, he tried to vouch for him. And then Mans told him to shut up. Like, bro, I understand he's been a captain longer than you, but you're still a first to visit. Captain, like, stand up for yourself. Stand up. Like, you you know, stand up. We know, <laughs> we know your goals with Chief for You is to, like, make the first division strong to mm-hmm. where people can't fuck with you. So you could take on Kasaki and do those things. So don't let people fuck with you now. Like they're not going to let fighting happen between the captains. So if you're going to sit here and be like, yo, like don't tell me to shut up. This is what happened. Listen to me. Take me seriously. Like he didn't do anything wrong in this scenario or he wants to leave because he's trying to protect me. Like, you know, I feel like there's, that's the easiest route. Yep. But like, he just goes back to being a big old puss.
3: Yep. I mean, in that way, and when this first happened, it was, like, one of the first thoughts that crossed my mind when he did open to plan B and it just said gumption. Yeah. Like, as stupid as that was, I felt See, like it, it was also, yeah, like, kind of uh, just the truth. Mm. Like, you know, you have to just speak up. Like, there's no replacement for just saying what's honesty. on your mind and honestly, yeah. yeah. So, like, even though they played it off as, like, oh, this is a stupid plan, low-key I think it's kind of, like, a foreshadowing to, like, Takamichi's character development as the season progresses.
2: I'm you, you to look at it. I can see that. It's just kind of like, dude, like... Sorry, this man's hairline gets me every time. Like, it's just the beard flawlessly into the, you know, no-defined hairline. Um, <laughs> But, no, no, it's definitely a good way to look at it. Like, also, you know, the comic relief is good there, but, yeah, and, like, using the word gumption out of all things, you know, like, gumption. Yeah and you know It ends off with The the, the twisty episode Of them not letting You know it seems like Alright what's What's gonna happen Like he's gonna end up Leaving nothing changes And typical Takamichi Just go like Ah I'm here And I couldn't do anything And nothing changed And Mitsuya came up With the big bro shit And was like no, nah, we're not gonna evolve But I think uh, this episode Did a good job Foreshadowing some of Some of the major themes Or things that are gonna be Relevant later on in the episode Like homie being like Stay out of this This is family business You know what I mean When it came to Yuz- Yuzaha Or uh Taiju blaming Yuzaha going he's like how he is now because you raised him wrong right
0: so things like that which is wild because like what do you mean where are the parents maybe we'll find out I hope we do because I where are the grandparents where are the aunts the uncles like some if family is this such a big dynamic right mm-hmm. well I feel like you're not supposed to be going around punching uh, you know your family members Mm-hmm. Especially ones that are, uh, you know, women. Mm-hmm. But hey, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know anything.
2: But um, yeah, I, I think that that you know that's gonna be one of the major themes. I think um, Hakai, you know, being like there's something I gotta take care of. You know, another family aspect to that. Um, and we know the big brother aspect with Mitsuya. Uh, it's gonna be like you know every season. Um, Takemichi has to save someone, and I think in this one he's gonna have to save Hakai you know that's really what it's going to come down to um that's going to be my you know what what i feel for for this and until i remember the rest or it gets deeper but like i do like i said before i do remember a good good a decent chunk of this so i don't want to give much away but like i think those are the themes to like pay attention to here um also like seeing where the you know how the relationship with chief U gets to grow even more in the past seeing um what what are the steps they're going to take to make first division strong enough to take on kasaki and do those things you know and get him more leverage um and like i said before hakai's one of my favorite characters so i don't remember entirely but i do hope he ends up in um you know he loves mitio so i doubt he'll end up in the in the first division but like if that relationship grows hopefully we get to see a ton of mitio this uh this season because that's that's my guy but yeah what do you what do you guys think uh I know, Matt, you said it's tough to predict, but JT, you got any you got any things you think are going to happen next episode? Or why do you think Mitsuya, you know, said any predictions for next week?
0: My predictions would be... I don't know. It's weird because, like, things aren't playing out how uh, they thought it would be. How you thought it would already? Because, all right, they prevented... so. The problem was that he left, right? They had to prevent him from leaving. And so Mikey was like, yo, anybody else want to I mean, anything? the main
2: thing is we got to stop him from taking over the Black
1: Dragon.
0: Yes. But there was nothing that they did that kind of prevented those course of events from happening. Like, what was what's the big difference from them coming back versus them being in the future?
2: Well, in the future, like I was telling that before, he didn't know... Hakai till later. So Not, we don't know what started the conflict with the Black Dragons originally, but it definitely didn't have to do with Takamichi. Ah,
0: so this new one has more to do with just, all right, now it's... Takamichi like, is now involved with Hakai. As opposed to just Hakai leaving on his own. Yeah. Whatever that may have been. Exactly. Gotcha. So this is why Mitsuyo... For all we
2: know, like, and we see the, like, the in, the relationship between Taiju and Yuzuya, mm. um Yuziha, it could have been him holding her over Hakai's head. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Could've been. Could have been interesting. So so that's why that's what was only that's why I was, I guess, questioning so now mm-hmm. well, I guess now because Takamichi is involved, maybe is that why Mitsuya is like is probably more apprehensive to him letting it go. So it's like, oh no, like you're not gonna leave because I probably know that you were doing it just to protect mm-hmm.
2: you know, Takemichi. Mitsuya knows Takamichi is like an honest dude and voucher yeah. him before, so he made the jacket.
0: Yeah. So, uh oof. predictions though. I mean, niggas going to war.
2: Also, bro, <laughs> Taiju got them boys about that action. Like they're the first time that they're dealing with a gang that also, kills people. They kill people. Like we we don't we get we can share Kota real gang shit. Well, I I, I they think that, I think that Valhalla probably. I don't know about Valhalla well, was killing people. But the difference is Valhalla was about chaos. Like it was founded on chaos and strictly to take over toman like, It was so Valhalla's sole purpose was to fuck with Tomon.
0: Honestly, but it was basically just a joker to the shits. Yeah. Was, wasn't there a
3: division that they said was filled with ex Valhalla members? Yeah. The
2: one yeah. that um there is a new division that is essentially right? all yeah, all yeah. entirely ex Valhalla members. So I low key see like a
3: a training arc of sorts in our future. Yeah? Where Takamichi potentially takes fight? the 6th division with the ex-Valhalla members because they're All joins them together. more badass than the Tomon members because mm-hmm. the, he needs more strength to take on Black Dragon.
2: Is he, The issue with that is um, we know that Kasaki had connections to Valhalla.
0: And what's his face is in Tomon as well. The um, old
2: uh, figurehead leader. Yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming
0: he's leading that division then, right? I, I think he might be. Um, So... That's a good
2: theory, but I don't think that would necessarily happen just because Valhalla already has like connections to the people that they're trying to go against. So that's mm-hmm. part like they need to build up so they could go against the sixth division and like all the Valhalla people. Um, but like so, as you're saying, like Valhalla is about chaos and about taking out Toman, while fucking Murder Squad is they're mercenaries. They're like, yo, for him to buy new uniforms for the whole gang, that takes money. They were like, yeah, bro, he's literally like he has connections with rich people. He has muscle for hire. He is a mercenary at like 15 years old. So they are on some real gang shit. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, right, I think one of the changes to the future is in that flashback. It's not just Hakai that is in Toman. It's the dude who's the vice captain of that of that police task force, the elite guard is also in Toman in the future. Mm hmm. The one, was, uh, the one who was, the one who's sticking his tongue out, yeah, yeah, that dude, he's he was in Toman in the future. He was another part of the Black Dragons that joined Tomon, so it could be that like, um, in, you know the, that that could be a difference in changing the timeline. Is like the Black Dragons that do join aren't like that or they don't have any positions of power. So,
0: interesting, interesting, a lot of possibilities.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, you guys got anything else? That's it for me. Yeah, I think it's all,
2: I got. all right, guys, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week, hopefully at full strength. Um, and we will have We Weekly once again. Also, we'll be starting anime book club for sure, for sure, next week. So, if you guys did not know, we are watching Bochi the Rock. Next week, we'll be covering episodes one through three. Um, nice little slice of life that from you know them good slices of life be having you fucking rethinking your whole life and your interactions with yourself and people around you so we'll see how this is it should be pulling on the heartstrings, and you know it seems to be entertaining so uh, can't wait to get into that um, T for Temple U we will catch on next week
1: I got ice in my What walk like a champion 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 I'm so
0: cold blooded I fear nobody ain't no letting down I won't let you
1: down Cause I got ice my face. I talk like a champion like a champion I'm so cold buddy I'm so